and I love how absolutely walkable this city is. Yeah. How pedestrian Philly is. Mm. Because pedestrian is a creates connection that people are not in their cars going from one place to another that you can walk it. Specifically the downtown if you compare Philly to like a Chicago or to an LA or God forbid like Houston, Texas, where people travel, you know, underneath to stay in air conditioning all the time. Philly is highly pedestrian and I love I love that about the city. Yo Philly, listen up to all our small business owners. Not just our small business owners, also our entrepreneurs, our creators, our dreamers, our doers. This is Small Business Saturday. Every week we're dropping knowledge about small businesses. Man, you know what? Just listen to the podcast. But we try to do a cool intro. But however we promise the podcast, we will be dropping gems. We will be dropping knowledge. We will be dropping tools you need to succeed in your small business. All right. So every week, every Saturday, stay tuned for Small Business Saturday. Let's get it. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Small Business Saturday. My name is Mac, and we are here with the infamous Ian Thomas, <laughs> not the Belgian pop star or the American football player, <laughs> but a Chicago native, not born and bred in Philadelphia, but someone who's been in the Philadelphia for an area making a splash, or let's say a jog, if you will, with uh, C Philly Run, an innovative and experiential running company that takes uh, all sorts of customers and Philadelphia natives or people new to the area on different running experiences throughout the city. So Ian, a little bit of a backstory. Um, let's hear it from your perspective because I know you've been here for a little bit and then moved away, but tell us how you got started with Sea Philly Run. Thank you. Um, so like you said, I'm not originally a resident of Philly, but I have lived here for, for coming on almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a long story to get to see Philly run. I mean, I originally moved here 2002. I've worked in the corporate world for 10, 15 years. I still have it. This is actually still a side gig for a side me. Side hustle. This nice. is a side nice. hustle. Good for you. Um, I mean, I am trying to, you know, to grow it more. So I, I just. I graduated from Temple last year, my MBA. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you. And it was a great experience. And I think the whole time I was I was I was going to get my MBA, I was thinking everybody sort of thinks like, oh, I'm I'm gonna use this to to move up in the company I'm with, or I'm gonna transition to some other company. Nope. And I and I I think I thought that's what I wanted to do, but then when I got done, I was like, no, actually I think I was doing this the whole time to try to start my own business. Mm -hmm. And in the last say I don't know, two, two, three years, I've gotten way healthier. Um, did like a complete life cleanse uh, and got, you know, I was always. Unbelievable. Good. Sorry, <laughs> right. Somebody's calling. Um, so just did a, you know, just did a cleanse. And anyway, so I, about a year ago, I, I had this idea of like, I'm so into running. And the more I researched it, I was like, you know, there's nobody out there that's, that's really taking people out and seeing the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the more I thought about it, there's all these value propositions of mm-hmm. you could see a lot in a short amount of time, kind of walk away and pat yourself on the back. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can show people different sides of the city because you have, you, you have the same amount of time, but you can cover more ground, basically. Yes. Yeah. And there's a whole other angle to this, too, which... To be honest, I would love to grow this. I could scale this business in more than one way. This business could be scaled by getting not just doing running, first of all, but doing other activities. Mm-hmm. That's one. It could scale 
uh, geographically, meaning yeah. there's no, it does, we don't have to limit this to just Philadelphia. It could go out in different directions. Though I really am solely focused on Philly right now because Philadelphia is, um, it's a really compact space, mm -hmm. relatively speaking. Like if I compare it to Chicago, Chicago feels like there's things to see in Chicago. There's things to see all over Philly, right? But there's this part of Philly that's, that's really well gridded, very close together, super laid out. So you can see a, a bunch in this tight space, right? And not all cities can say that, right? So there's all these stories that are really close that Philly, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is Philly is really perfect for this. Yes. So anyway, but I could scale one, different activities. Two, you could scale into uh, different cities. And three, there's a whole digital side to this that I'm not even touching yet. Everything I do is analog, meaning it's come out and run with us yeah. and we'll we'll you know if it's if it's just a group of five we can do it without any technology and some people love that too because like you're saying the experiential side mm -hmm. people no people a lot of people young people don't want this tea on their back for tourists but instead they want to be sort of feel like they're weaving through the streets with me yeah. and like they want to feel local right and the more that you start to introduce all this technology and i got this microphone and i got a speaker yeah. and like that it starts to make them feel like yeah, like you can't, you don't have a video here, but like, you know, like, you know, like don't look at me. Like, people don't want that, mm -hmm. right? They want to kind of like groove through it and not be seen or heard. So anyway, but if it gets big enough, then I, I take out and I have a, like a voice amplification, right? Yeah. So if it gets to be like 10 people, then I got to do voice amplification. Amplification. If I want to go even bigger than that, then I, we, got, we have to introduce different technologies whereby people sort of wear headphones and then I'm talking to them. But the, yeah. digi the digital product, the digital scaling would be I could sell things like podcasts like this wow, that are geo-driven. Geo so then you say, oh, go left here and you tell this story and you sort of could, you could sort of leave them That's without crazy. being there. So you can, I can scale it in terms of the amount of people I take out. I can scale it in terms of different activities. I can scale it geographically and I can scale it. Well, other, you know, sort of like a digital product rather yes. than an analog. So there's four ways to scale. Yeah, there's and so I, many variables to this. I like, I don't want to dig into the the product right now. I okay. want to learn more about it. So currently, when you take people out for a run like this, this running experience. Yes. You already have different, you know, routes mapped out. Mm -hmm. And how do you communicate to them now if you're saying it's not digital yet? Is it just like you're sort of like, hey, this is where we are. Yeah. So, so like the big one that I'm doing right now is called Philly Squared. That's the that's the one that I that, that I kicked off. So I iterated this through Airbnb experiences. So oh, nice. you guys may or may not know they it's a new one. I do, yeah, yeah. So I iterated, and it's still out there on Airbnb experiences. But don't book through Airbnb experiences. Book through me because yes. <laughs> but Airbnb doesn't take twenty percent cut. Right. <laughs> but I don't care if you go through Airbnb. You know, if that's easy for you, then go through Airbnb. That's mm -hmm. fine. Um, I'm just trying to spread the word. But so. Philly Squared is we start at Washington Square and then you kind of see Old City and then you go up to Franklin Square and then you kind of run through, um, you know, Chinatown and you come up Market Street and then you're at uh, Penn Square, which is the central square, right? That's where City mm -hmm. Hall is. And then you go down the, the, the parkway and you're at Logan Square and then you go south on 19th Street and we end up at Rittenhouse Square. So, but as I'm doing that... How far is that? That's around uh, just about four miles, so a little bit underneath that. And we, we do it, we, when we go out, we, um, you know, it's the biggest question I get from people is, you know, what if people come with different, you know, Skills. athletic abilities? Yeah, mm -hmm. like what pace are we going so at? So I try to make that really clear up front that we are going to, um, nobody's going to break any personal records mm -hmm. today on this tour, mm -hmm. but don't show up in high heels. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, 
and and so so long as we say that up front, people you know tend to kind of have a, a collective uh, mutual understanding of how it's going to go. So. You know, we run like 10, 11, 12 minute mile pace, right? So, and we stop along the way. I bring waters for people um, and they take pictures, right? But what's funny is, so anyway, there's a way to kind of create this, have this median kind of experience in terms mm -hmm. of speed and, right. and skill. But I, you know, I, I actually think the, the more challenging and it's fun is, is more that the people's backgrounds can, can be way different. Meaning, like, if I got if I got a tour group and it's like three Marines, mm -hmm. and then I have, you know, you know, a couple from Ghana, mm -hmm. right? Those people, the what they're expecting, I got to try to make that experience good for both of them, right. even though they're coming from very different places. Because you got two things going on. You you have like the experience and the history and like the tourism side, but you also have like the athletic side. Yeah. Right. You've got to cater to both kind of. So you have to kind of. You know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to water down anything, but I'm. You know, I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I'm reading the crowd and saying, how can I maximize this and create a, a universally good experience for everybody? Um, have with, you thought about having like different levels? Like, there's like a beginner and like an advanced. Totally. Yeah, yeah I have thought of that. Um, I think it's just not at that size yet where it, that's necessary. Yeah. Um, as I build word and the business grows, because this is this is slow season, right? The, I mean, it's cold outside right now. <laughs> Nobody's running out. There are people, you'd be surprised people. <laughs> there's, 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 command, there's like commando people that do want to do this still in this hour and this time of year. But um, I'm really, I mean, I really think this, you know, once the weather gets big, if mm. I can get word, get word out and build uh, momentum that, that that it could it, that you know it, you know I'm, I want to be running like two or three times mm -hmm. a day mm -hmm. uh, during the summer. So what about the job then? Then it's gotta because you <laughs> well, got, so is it I gotta, five or? I gotta like do I, I'm still doing both right. Yeah. So it's like um, weekends right now. Weekends, no, I do both. It's I you know I right now the runs are nine to five. Mm -hmm. Between outside that nine to five air hour in the so before nine in the morning after five at night okay right and then you know if I have particular days off or whatever then I'll do it at different times but the demand for it is is really not at two p.m. on a Wednesday mm -hmm. no not right now you know that might be different when it's, when and it's nice yeah time. like if it's July when the tourist mm -hmm. season really peaks and we'll have to see you know you always got to create this balance you know if that means I have to take people on to try to manage that then we do that. Yeah. What I genuinely love about your brand, it's it's not like something you just woke up like, hey, I just want to create this business. Like this is you, you combine two things you're genuinely passionate about. Yeah. So for those that not that don't know, which I just learned recently, so you have a degree in history. Yes. And so you already have a passion for just like learning about <laughs> history, obviously, but then you also been running for years. So the way right. that you were able just to like, how can I combine my two passions together and totally. create something out of it? That like when it comes to creating a business, I mean, we're always like we're big on. Find out what your purpose is. Find out what's going to make you happy. Not just something you'll be able to, you know, monetize. Obviously, that's an add-on. Yeah. But, like, when you are, when you get to it and then when you actually start building it, it becomes more like, you know, you love what you're doing. So, and I feel like especially when you have those people that are coming and running with you, they'll be able to feel your energy. They'll be able totally. to feel like this is something you're doing because you're genuinely passionate about it. 100%. And I'm just going over the testimonies on your website. Like, it seems every single body that runs with you, it's always a great it's always a great turnout. I mean, I love it because you're promoting health and wellness. Um, it's not, you know, toys, they're great, but, you know, 
Sometimes you can fall asleep during your law, <laughs> but this way you're building a community with every, everyone that comes out. Yeah. At, you know, you, this is something that you can get your girlfriends with. You can do like something you bring with your friends, and you're building like that team, that team spirit. Totally. And you're also learning at the same time too. Totally. So I mean, I love my city, Philadelphia. I know I definitely want to, you know, side note after this, want to book this, like do something like come Please, to Bonus come out. with my friends. I'll give you some um, promo code. This is definitely <laughs> I, I'm excited for this just to learn more about my the history of my city while like promoting like health and wellness as well too cool so thank I'm you i'm excited for that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think um there's there's definitely this this you know i struggled with that for a long time to try to i've always wanted to have an idea yes i want something that you know and then it i know it sounds crazy because you, you don't want to tell people to wait for an epiphany but i kind yeah. of did sort of i i well, what was it I, well i think one day i just realized i wrote down the things that i liked to do mm-hmm. like i really love history and I really love running. What do you um, love about running? What do you love about that's running? a good question. Yeah, <laughs> so running is, I think I like this idea that you can, you can, especially city running, that you can mm-hmm. see a lot in a, in, in, in a short amount of time. You can really go anywhere. You end up in all these spaces that you otherwise would not be. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's super almost zen-like meditational if you really get into running because you're sort of out, you have you can completely unplugged. You're not you know no you're talking about, you're just by yourself mm-hmm. right. I think that and I'm not I'm somebody that likes to be around people. I'm a social person, but I think that 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 meditational side of running, that therapeutic side of mm-hmm. running, um, you know, and I've gotten in really good shape running too. So like, <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I like that side too. Like physically, I'm I'm in a good place yeah. due to running mostly. What do you listen to while you run? So you I'm a huge. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna date myself here. So I'm a rich, yeah. I'm a really huge hip hop fan. So like, I'm a '90s, more of a '90s hip hop fan. But oh I God. actually, but I actually don't listen to that. To be honest, what I most often listen to, I have um, Apple Music. I'm pulling up my Apple phone here. I most commonly listen to the A-list hip hop, oh which, <laughs> which is like. Which is right now Future, Meek Mill, Post Malone. Yeah, it's like Twenty One Savage. That, that's what I listen to. Like it's really shout out to Apple for you know creating this playlist for us. <laughs> that is mo- my most common playlist that I listen to. Like some uh, like history podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, he makes well, it fun. If I mean, if I mean, you know, like that is like back in seventeen. Right. No, no, no. Because right. I mean, that, I mean right. let me say this too. Like I mean, I think that's another aspect of this of of what I'm doing is like. You were, you were, you, you were, though I was trying to touch on it a little bit, that like tours can be, and again, no disrespect to my other yeah, friends no, out there no. in the association, of, mm-hmm. <laughs> the association of Philadelphia tour guys, which I'm a part of, and their tours, right? But a, a lot of people, younger folks, you know, the way that information is, is processed this day and age is a lot of headlines, right? Like mm-hmm. you look at headlines, you might read the first paragraph, boom, move on. Read a paragraph, move on, get get the gist, yeah. right? And that's the kind of tour that I'm trying to give people, right? I'm trying, I'm not telling any uh, lies, right? But that we can do that because we're moving so fast, right? Cool. Tell me something cool about this. Don't just tell me facts. Don't say so and so was born and died here. Mm-hmm. Tell me something weird or interesting about that. Boom, and then move on. So that's the way that people process information right now, right? Due to yes. whatever, due to the internet. So and that's the kind of tours that I'm trying to provide. That is a lot. Of headlines and cool headlines and stories. I just went on a recent tour with Sarah and a couple other people. It was a ghost tour. Philadelphia. I haven't done that one yet. You heard about that? And how was it? 
Uh, I mean, they, they sort of like make some stuff up, obviously, to like make it sound like, oh, I heard something. I'm like, oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that probably would have made it more interesting. That would have made it more interesting. No, they, they just, they tell you some stories that are real and some stories that aren't real, and you just kind of got to figure out, uh, I don't know which is which. Like, just of uh, different ghost sightings and appearances. Uh, uh-huh. um, the one they were talking about, uh, this guy who was like, there was this guy terrorizing um, England in like the 15 or 1600s. Okay. And not the Reaper, but uh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. That's, that's it. not the 15. Did you say the 1500s? When was it? That's that? like the 1800s. The 1800s? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Late 1800s. Well, they said he came over to the US and like uh, that, was, that was the myth that they saw like his ghost and he was like attacking some woman. Jack the Ripper came over and was uh, slashing throats and on the streets of Philadelphia. Well, did they ever find really? him though? I think they, I think they figured out who 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 he was. Right? Yeah, I think there's a bit of a myth about him though too that like you know sometimes people just become bigger than you know what I mean than what they really truly are, especially yeah. in that you know well media this day and age too. But but then you know you only you got to sort of create stories and people want to read them. What was I guess getting back to how you started? What was like the thing that got you started then? Since you had the idea and you're like, this is what I love, this is what I want to want to do. Like, what was the next step? All right, so I think I I think I started to you know just do some research on you know who else, if anyone, yeah. was doing this in the city. Yeah. yeah, competitive analysis. Is there? There uh, is. There's another running tour. There's company. not. I, I so there are other. We don't have to know. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's <laughs> other there's other you know agencies that that um that do tours here that are similar but not the same um and i think that they're not philly centric like i am as well Mm -hmm. right so that that's a differentiating and i think differentiating for me too is that as much as we're talking about tours tourists coming through the doors Mm -hmm. i'm also very interested in this as a, a b2b product Right, not just a B to C. Like I'm not just yes. selling never Tom, Dick, and Harry that comes to the the the, the, the visitation center, mm-hmm. but I'm a member of the convention center, so I'm plugged into. There's a lacrosse tournament, or there's this cardiac. Uh, That's amazing. So I'm connected to all that. So I start to reach out to those uh, event planners way in advance and say, Hey, look, just blend me into your programming, yeah. <clears throat> and it's something interesting for you people to do. It's a way for like uh, event uh, people that are. At, here on business, maybe they're here for a few days to sort of ground themselves, better understand the city, be more engaged than they otherwise would be. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a that's an abstract sell to some of these event planners, but people get it. Like it makes sense to people, and that's that's the more that I do this, the more it's self reinforcing and it mm-hmm. starts to make sense. So I'm also trying to sell sell this uh, or offer this to to businesses in the city of Philadelphia. Ask me like for corporate. So, so um, Aramark or like Comcast right. or like Urban or, or even, you know, smaller businesses, you know, in the sense of you've got wellness, provi- you know, like wellness executives that are like, you know, they, they're always trying to reduce premiums, insurance mm-hmm. premiums, and they always want their employees to be engaged and they want, you know, the, you know, you got these out-of-towners, you know, three programmers that are in from India or, you know, these two guys that are up from Brazil and not everybody wants to just go and crush like a bunch of cheesesteaks uh, mm-hmm. and have a bunch of beers. Like some people are like, well, let's do something different. Yeah. So it's, it's just something to put into their arsenal of something different to do when, whether that's to entertain, you know, local employees in terms of team and team, team building mm-hmm. or whether it's to show people the city of Philadelphia that are here on business. And that could be, you know, coworkers, that could be vendors, that could be your customers, mm-hmm. anything. Um, and that's, that's, a, that is a new 
like I cannot tell that uh, anybody else is doing this with with sort of athletic I've tours. I've never heard of this before. Oh, let's this go. Let's yeah, go. I'm right so now. excited. I literally just want to get my friends together and do this. So, I can't wait. So um, yeah, no, I'm I'm going I'm going. Your hair's awesome. Though, I'm right? go- yeah, thanks. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yours is you, curly you, hair. We, we, we got kind of the same thing. Going yeah, on. yours. I mean, your curls a little more tighter than mine. I'm tighter. But... <laughs> yeah. And I, I was gonna say one more thing. Um, how did it, you you what was your question? You asked me how. Um, I have another question. How it, how it all came together? Yeah, how it all came together is definitely. It's it's. Uh, what was the first run? The first run was with this. <laughs> that's funny. This just one girl that was up here from her name was Amanda. She was up here from Baltimore. Let's go, Amanda! Shout out. <laughs> so Amanda was here, and she was just doing like some off by herself. I think she wanted to get away from Baltimore for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I consider Baltimore like a sister city of Philly, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just a, uh, just a short jump up to uh, to Philly. And was uh, she here for work or just travel no, or just? She was like this. Yeah, no, she's like a college kid that was just up here for uh, a day or two. And randomly found me and was like, I want to come. That's the first person I ever took out. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you and have it was just organic that? reach, or I did, I did. I already, yeah, no, I already, I, I already had stuff established. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, one of the things. Yeah, how she found Airbnb. Like, that was the oh, Airbnb experience. Okay. Yeah. So I, my website has was only went live in December. So it's only been live for like almost two months. Yes, you closing out 2018. Yeah, I got it. So I got it. I got it out right before that was my goal. Get it out. And it's a beautiful website, side note. All built. Guys, go to cphillyrun.com. It, it is amazing. It's really well put together. Thank you. Thank what'd you. What'd you use? Squarespace. Squarespace? Yeah. Hey. One Look other thing, up. one other thing, let me just say too, that's differentiating about the about the about what I offer is when you're done. Um, I ha- you know, because you have to give me your email when you sign up, mm-hmm. you're immediately flipped. Uh, it, the second that the, the register, so say you're supposed to be done at 1030, at like 1035, five minutes after completion, there's a message is sent to you with a code that, you know, you have to enter this password. And then you're given a customized map of where we just went um, within like a one through 50 of these are the things that we saw. And then like a legend of like a, like a five word blurb of what that was. So that lets people. That's awesome. So that lets people. What that is is it's because a lot of people are like trying to stop and they're writing things on their phone or they're like, oh, what was that? Let me and ask me questions, which is fine. It's a two, it's a conversational uh, experience. Yeah. But I want to tell people up front, just enjoy it, come out, relax, have a good time because everything we see, you're gonna have this. Uh, you know, you're gonna have the whole map of what we just did um, to enjoy afterwards. What's the furthest run people can go? on? The longest one I got is a beer run that kind of ends actually up here. Uh, it's a five mile. Five miles is as high as I go. Oh, it's a five mile beer run. Right. So we start. <laughs> we start in Old City, um, and we we basically kind of crisscross across Old City, and then we go back over through almost over close to City Hall. And you already have seen like four or five breweries there. Yeah. And then we end up going through the rail park. Yep, right. Yeah. And then you, and then by the rail park, then suddenly you got Love City, Love City Brewing. I don't know if you know them. Oh, shout out, love them. Love City Brewing. And then you got Roy Pitts Bear House, who I'm doing a couple events with next month. Yeah. Uh, and then Yards is up there. Urban Urban Saloon is right here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fishtown Fishtown Brew Pub is up here. You have People Genius. Tons of stuff. Yeah. Right. So you basically run by about on the five mile. I, I say it's like about eighteen different. Beer-related sites. Most of them are breweries. Wow. And the three miles, a dozen. But we stop right now. We either stop because I have 
sort of promotional stuff going on with Love City or with Roy Pitt. So we stopped. Um, it's a slower pace then. It's like if I'm drinking well, we all this beer. We don't drink. We don't. No, no. We don't drink. We, that's part of my, my insurance agreement that we can't be drinking while we're running. But instead, we sort of. I buy you a beer at the end. Oh, that's good. So, that's good. so um, I get some promotional sort of relationship stuff with those breweries, and then they say, you know, if you bring in so many people for per per month, then you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I love, because um, again, you, you've only been doing this for about six months. Six months, let's say. Yeah. And how you've been able, like, you've been active to make sure you're gaining all these partnerships. Thank and you. building these relationships. Like, this is what people would take six months to do in general before they even launch a business. So the fact that you're just like, I'm doing this, I'm going full throttle, I'm putting this 100%. And again, like, you had your first customer that wasn't even, you know, your cousin or something. No. It was literally an actual leave. A real customer. <laughs> and I've taken out my, I've taken out a lot of friends and family yes. too, right? Because that's, a, that's always, I mean, mm-hmm. if you, you do something this. like this, you need yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need like unfiltered advice. Yes. Uh, you, you have to get. You have to get people, you, you, but you need strangers too. Like you can't just do friends and family. No, of course. But I'm, a mix is, is good as well. I'm just genuinely proud of you. Just seeing. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I, I know I just met you, but Come like, the, I, I would think honestly that you've probably been doing this for at least minimum two years. Yeah. With how everything is just so professional. The NBA, man. Props to Temple. Yes. Props to Fox School yes, of Business. Temple. Most, most Sponsor. Of no, really though, really. I would never, if I never went and got, if I never went to, to Temple mm-hmm. and got my MBA, you know, I would I would not have had the the wherewithal or like the confidence to be able to put the whole business plan together mm-hmm. and 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 launch it right. Because a lot of people, yeah, I think yeah. they think it's all this work to you know get an LLC or get your insurance mm-hmm. or register with the city, register with the state, get your tax. I mean, yeah, but in the end, you know, it's like it's not that it's not it. Millions of people do it. Millions, yeah. yeah. Just do it if what you want to do it. What would you say has been your biggest struggle, of, like since starting your business? I mean, I think, and I won't mention. You know, I, I think it's 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 like SEO, right? So mm-hmm. I think it is trying to get myself to trade because there are other companies that are have done it longer, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, trying to get myself above them on my you know on yes. my on my search rankings has been has been tough. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm in the process of changing my calendar uh, on the website, which is it's just to to a more kind of user friendly experience. Because what I find is like, I got a lot of people that are interested and they go in and then they don't book. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is going to happen. Right. I don't know what mm-hmm. my conversion rate supposed to be. But but if you look at this right now. Right. So you're looking at it. You're, uh, the they're, they're looking at the, the calendar page. So you see my run types. Uh-huh. But people that are visiting the city, they don't really care about the run types. They just want to go run. What they need to see first is the dates, yeah, and then show them what the run types are. Right, because people are like, I don't, I'll do the Rocky Run, I'll do the Philly Square Run, I'll do the Beer Run. I just want to do it on the fourteenth of February. So, I need to have that calendar up first. So you click on the calendar. What's anyway, through? so that's through Acuity. So Acuity is your. And they've been good, man. Their customer oh, service it. has been good. So you click on it, and the calendar comes up last, and then the I want the calendar to come first. I want to be able to toggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so just you know, I think building the website was was a lot. I mean, that's always that's just more work than you think it's mm-hmm. going to be. Um, but I think if you understand what your messaging is, mm-hmm. um, it's you know it can be done. But I took my time with getting the website up because I had the luxury of being able to still offer my product through Airbnb. 
And just, you know, I think it's not that much different than SEO, but, you know, just spreading words, spreading word. Because in the end, I have so many people that are like yourselves that have never done it. They're like, oh, on paper, this looks phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And like event planners that are like, whoa, I got thousands of people for you. You know, but the proof's in the pudding if people actually come out. And, uh, and, you know, I think, yeah, just that, that spreading the word, whether that's SEO or whether that's handing out flyers or whatever it is, you know, trying to get the word out when you're competing against people that have been doing it much longer than you. Yeah. Um, What's worked the best so far? Getting the word out. Um, I think I used, I got a buddy that uh, has a, a labels business called Dutch Label Shop, plug, Arian. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, and they've been around for a long time and they, um, they make labels. Like, so people on Etsy that are like, it doesn't have to be people on Etsy, but it's a lot of the, all that whole Etsy that want to give something fancy to either the tags or Yeah. So it, he was able, through his own SEMrush, he, he gave me like his SEMrush, and then I used his SEMrush to then look at a bunch of different competitors, you know, SEMrush? Yeah. Is, right. And I think just learning from my competitors, the way that they were using keywords was big, that, that changed. And I think I started doing a blog, mm-hmm. and I think just trying to create content that's actually people want to come in and look and then bounce around your site, even if it's just they do a few different clicks mm-hmm. in, in, in interior to site. Um, that's so you think what it's your website driving most new business? Like, What do you think is driving you most of your business right now? I think it's a combination of word of mouth and, uh, and, and the website. And then just whatever, man. I, again, this is so new. I've been I, I'm pounding pavement. Um, Lowe's Hotel has. I'm talking to Lowe's Hotel next week. Yeah. Uh, this and then this week I had um, a meeting with Hotel Monaco, which is right across the street mm-hmm. from Liberty Bell. Um, local hotels, which is down in Old City. I don't know if you know them. They're real famous, like they're the nice little fancy yeah. small boutique hotel. Right. Just trying to get those folks. I think that if I could find the a, a brand of a hotel that that fits my brand, and also. You know, a hotel that obviously they need to have a lot of people through, mm-hmm. right? I can't, I, I, I like local hotel is great. Um, their brand, I think, lines up with me. Mm-hmm. But like at the other side, like Lowe's Hotel is nice too, but and Lowe's Hotel is like, you have so many more yes. visitors, right? Um, and Hotel Monaco is fantastic too because of where they're located and they're pretty big too. And their demographic overlaps with mine, I mm-hmm. think too. So, having worked with other tourism companies, even specifically in Philadelphia, I know their target market was kind of split into three different, you know, areas. Okay. It was people completely tourists, just tourists. Yeah. So like, oh, they're from Alabama. Europe or they're California. But then there's people that's like a hybrid between local tourists. Yes. Like mainline Jersey, people totally. that like want to experience the city because they're not in the city. And then you have people in the city that either they've been living there for a while or just a short amount of time and they want to experience stuff too. I get all that. So it's like the three markets. <laughs> all that. Yeah, that all that all applies to this. You, so you I definitely get a lot of like sub, suburbanites that are mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, you know. I took this family of eight out um, about a month ago. Then it was just this family that was from, they weren't really from the suburbs. They were from um, Lancaster. And they just wanted to come out and run the city. And they were like, they live in Lancaster but never come here. For them, it was this like foreign land, oh, really? and they loved it. You could crush it with Facebook ads and Instagram. You ads. really could. Yeah, like you could run an ad. What's like an 
average age I just, range. I just discovered Facebook Pixel like this week, so. Throw it on the website. Let's see if it's got it. I don't think it does because I don't think I've set it up right yet. I literally there it just is. started. Oh. There it is. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know how to use it. <laughs> it's already working. Now you just set up the remarketing behind it. I can show you. It'll take a couple minutes. <laughs> what I mean, you could literally target your age range. That's like the average. The city, like the area, as small or wide as you want it, and people who love running and people who love beer and people who are active runners and like active drinkers. Like, I think there's a bunch all of these ways different to things. This. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna need your help. <laughs> <laughs> there's some cool stuff you could do for sure. I mean, you just seem like someone who's like really on top of it. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Thank you. Like I feel like I'm, I'm barking up the right trees. I talk to business owners all the time. And for you to ha have yeah. a Facebook pixel on your website or like scheduling on your website that you built yourself, you're ahead of the game. Thanks. Yeah. Props to Temple. <laughs> did, did you find us or we found you? I forget. Was I'm pretty sure I reached out to you guys. Was it Instagram maybe? Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I, what happened was I believe a, a month or two ago I reached out and then somebody said they were going to get back to me and then didn't. <laughs> and then I think I reached back out and they were like oh I think the email didn't come through or something like that Okay. but it might have been when I reached out I think my website wasn't up yet and I might have looked like kind of half legit Okay. and now I actually have some sort of presence so like, oh, I was talking to this guy okay, yeah. alright now you're good enough <laughs> yeah I think that, that it was something like that um, what's the most popular run it's that Philly Square. But Philly so I don't Square. think that that's not, I mean, I like it, but it's not my favorite one. It's just the one that I've started with. You know what I mean? It's the one where I have the most reviews, and it's the one that it trends high. And I think it's just because more people have done it. But aside from those runs that's um, on your website, you also create custom totally. packages as well, too. Mm. So, so how would that work if someone were to come to you, like give it an example, like someone were interested in going to you? Um, so for example... I'm trying to, I, I want that to happen with mm -hmm. the event planners at the convention center, mm -hmm. right? So there's a, a big, I didn't know this, so this is a pretty, this is, this is pretty cool. So this summer, apparently the Philadelphia hosts the, 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 the National Gay Softball Leagues, right? Oh. So like, I, I would do a tour, like I don't have any tour that sort of goes through, for example, like the gayerhood or like civil oh, rights okay. type stuff. So I would, if somebody was to, and this is just an example of some, like yes. a very specific thing that somebody can relate to, right? That, that if somebody was to come to me and say, oh, yeah, I think we'll have 50 people and um, we're going to be here on so-and-so date and this is why we're going to be here, then I would take that information and say, okay, give them a couple different options of, you know, we could do this or we could do that. We could split it up into this many groups. We could look through this area and then just give them some sort of pricing and then see, you know, I, I don't want to go on a back and forth yeah. of, you know, a million emails. So I want to try to, I have like a, a questionnaire form where I would have them fill this out and I come back with a proposal and maybe there'll be another response from them and then I go back and then we settle up. Yeah. But that's how it would work. And if it's, if you know, I, I, the pricing is not going to be too much different than what I'm already doing online. Mm -hmm. It might be a little bit more because, you know, these runs, the ones that I have set are like, it's already kind of a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. So the more you got to customize, the more it costs, just because it's taking more of my time. Can you kind of go um, throughout the process of how, like what you go through to create these runs? So if someone were to come to you exactly like you know that prospective client. So do you run yourself throughout the neighborhood, and do you just figure out like these are the facts I want to share? Like how do you go about creating the package? Okay, so I have I, I should have taken a picture. So I have this <laughs> huge map of Philadelphia in my bedroom, ah. which then has like. 
pins on it of if that's you know if something's there and what it's what it's called. So I spent prior to even doing this, you know, basically I, f- I finished school about a year ago, and then I spent like the first half of last year trying to create authenticity of you know being an authority on the city. Mm-hmm. So I ended up joining the APT. the APT, and the APT test is actually like it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's this it's this book of like a thousand different things that you have to memorize as people and places. Um, so I I think I built I built up this wealth of knowledge and I created you know my own sort of internal little mm-hmm. library of information. And then you know I'm just trying to consume information when I have time. Like Philadelphia Encyclopedia, for example, it's just a random website that's like really really good. There's like the Historical Society of the City. So um, if you, you know, I have a good base mm-hmm. and then I got this map. And so if, if, um, like I'm doing, you know, here, here's a good example. This in March, I'm doing a run for temple. Okay. Like I'm doing it for their alumni association. Uh, and I, there's a lot of stuff you can find about temple, like whether that's temple alumni or this so-and-so person, but a lot of it's up it by it's in North Philly. It's in the temple area. Right. And that's not where I want to take this run. Like what I want to do is take what I've or, what I already have and then blend it with some new temple stuff. So I'm in the process of researching that right now, but I, I'm going back to my network, which is this APT. And I just put that out to that, you know, like I'm sort of open source. Hey, look, I want to, I want to know some stuff about temple that's between vine and South and between the rivers, like people that were born mm-hmm. and, just through my network and through my own research, I think I can throw together like, you know, get another 15 to 20 pieces of information and then dump that inside of something that like I kind of already have canned. Yeah. And then you create this, you know, cause nothing just comes from nowhere, right? You, you take stuff that's already built and then you tweak it to match your audience. And that's how Those I guys it. know a lot too. Totally. There's so, some of these people, Bookmark. some of them, yeah, they love it. And I, and I like, you know, within that group myself, I, I consider myself a businessman first a runner really second <laughs> and a historian kind of third yeah they're all like historian first right so when you you know that, that can happen sometimes at those meetings which i love to go to and i and i hear it out but it, it is it tends to you know like being like you know it can be like arguments about you know when you know did alexander hamilton die in in april or march of uh, you know 1810 you know like and i'm sort of like there's no tourist that really cares about this, guys. Um, they just want to hear a cool story, like yeah. you know, that like the cowboy hat was invented in Philly, and you didn't know that, you know, or stuff like you know, or fast really? food. Yeah. Oh. Cowboy, what else you got? What else you got? Cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. I'll tell you right. So, have you heard of you know Stetson, the company Stetson? Stetson is the most famous hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cowboy hat company. So that's John Stetson, who's from Jersey, uh, and then the mid 1800s, he when he graduated from college, he didn't come to Philly first. He went out. West and did some like frontier work, mm-hmm. and he there were, at that point there was no cowboy hats, but he had like a textile background. He comes back to Philly after he didn't really find what he was looking for in the frontier, and starts a hat company that he wanted a hat that had a brim all the way around like a cowboy hat. That's interesting. I would have thought it was Kensington. <laughs> Kensington. Kensington. You would have thought it was the Stetson hat. Stetson hats. Exactly. So when you wow. sound like a person from Texas, Stetson hats. Is from is Philly. It's a Philly company, and the original, the first, and the first hat, the first cowboy hat had the, you know, talk about branding. 
It was called Boss of the Plains. Okay. <laughs> it's like the best name. Um, so anyway, that's just like random. So random stuff like that, I feel like people are interested in that. Um, there's, a, there's a ton. There's, there's all these crazy little side stories about the city that you can tell that people love. You know, that it's like not the kind of recycled. People love Ben Franklin, man, but... And people, you know, but it's, uh, there's some, like, so many stories have been told so many times. That yeah. They're, uh, it's nice to be able to tell something a little bit different. What's, two questions. What's your favorite part of the city to run in? And second question, what's your favorite part of history of Philadelphia to talk about during the run? Mm. So the favorite part of the city to run in, I'm not going to be too, too crazy here, but, but I do like, like, Fairmount Park. I love running Fairmount Park. Mm-hmm. So whether that's. Doing the loop, so most runners will not runners in Philly know that like there's like the Kelly Drive loop, mm-hmm. which is you essentially run across. Uh, you, you start at the Art Museum and then run up to Falls Bridge and then run off one side and then come back the other. Um, how, how far is that? That's a long. That's a fairly long run. That's um, about an eight 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 to eight and a half mile run. One day. <laughs> but my, I try to run that in an hour if I'm like crushing it. No. Like yeah, if I can, if I, I can get I, more or less right around an hour when I'm really going top. Um, but I don't want to say you know I, I, there's a lot of great parts about about Philly. Um, my favorite part of history. I, I mean, I think just because it's so unknown that that whole time frame, you know, around. And again, this is connected to like Fairmont Park, but like the hundred, the hundredth anniversary, like the centennial. People don't know this that 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 Philly was this industrial powerhouse, like in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it was it was smoggy, and it was you know what I mean, like it was an industrial power. It was factories everywhere. There were mostly what like not in Center City, but sure there was stuff in Center City. Yeah. yeah, I mean there was stuff all over, right? And like that's the reason why folks started moving. West, well, people always were were around when the, when the port of Philadelphia was was more important. People were closer, right? Like they were closer to the port. But then, as it becomes, if you had money, you were trying to get away from this uh, smoggy industrial craziness, right? I like want to look at a picture of like Philly in the eighteen seventies. But like in eighteen seventy six, so we that was this huge, incredibly successful first World Fair in the United States. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Uh-huh. Um, He's getting us excited like about the type, that we haven't even done a run yet. <laughs> like the typewriter was introduced, and like the telephones introduced. There's the largest building that was ever constructed was out there at that time. We had people from all over the world um, that came here. So that that part of history is super neat. Um, I find like I find actually like Franklin Square to be this really interesting space. Like if you compare that, say like Washington Square, because Franklin Square. There's a few different things going on. Like nobody really, it's it's never been this place to go, and it was a skid row. Like the end of the 20th century, it was a, a lot of it was it was rough, right? Like people didn't go there. And and why did it why did it evolve in such a different way than say Washington Square? Well, like Franklin Square was always right next to so where Chinatown is now was this kind of like seedy area that was near what used to be a really big train station where Reading Terminal Market is right. there was this huge train station not if you guys have ever traveled that much but around mm-hmm. like trains like if you ever go to Europe right like around the train station it's always all this like very like transient people that are just mm-hmm. here for a night right so you a lot of vice like prostitution and like, uh, drugs and yeah, stuff yeah. like that that tended to be kind of in that area so Franklin Square was always really kind of close to that right and but then other events happened like they built the Ben Franklin Bridge 
and they had to tear down these buildings right, right outside. And then when they did that, right after that, then the Depression happened. So they couldn't build back up because there was no money to build things, right? So then it stayed like bald right there. Yeah. And they built the Independence Mall post-World War II. Again, ripped all this stuff down. And it's always been this, they built the Vine Street Expressway right there. Right I don't know if you knew this, but where the Vine Street Expressway was supposed to be, there was supposed to be also a South Street Expressway. Did you know that? No. They were originally going to do two. And that's why South Street turned into this sort of, I don't know what you think about South Street now, but it was like in the 60s, 70s, 80s, like this counterculture sort of place. You know, a lot of like smoke shops. In what, 60s, 70s? Okay. Yeah. Why'd that happen? Well, that happened because they said they were going to build the South Street Expressway. So everybody vacated that area, right? They vacate that area, and then and then sort of squatters move in, artists move in because it was all cheap, right? And then yeah. in the end, the city said, "Oh, we're not going to build that." Like there was enough protest to not put that expressway there. There's going to be an expressway that just like, like Vine Street Expressway. There's going to be one going one way, another one going the other way. Oh, across the city. Thank God they didn't do that, right? There's all types of stuff the way that they built. You know, this whole what Queen Villages and. That whole area and its connection to South Street and like how, you know, South Street used to be the southern border of the city and why people lived on the south side because they couldn't afford and like immigrants. There's tons of crazy history down there. And now the Queen Village is like one of the, it's one of the best places in the city to live. But 20, 30, 40 years ago, no. Franklin Square is where they have uh, that like Chinese festival, right? Yeah. So I, when I always tell people there's kind of two main things, there's three things about that square. One it's where they say that Franklin did the kite and key. Ah. It's too, it's it's very close to Chinatown, so it has this like heart, you know, it has a connection to Chinatown, so it has this connection to kind of diversity, because Chinatown in and of itself is really interesting. Why, how, and why Chinatown developed, um, and it's, you know, parallels in some ways to why the European immigrants came here 200 years prior to that. It's not that much different, right? And Chinatown is also this kind of pan-Asian kind of area where, you know, it's not just Chinese, but there's other folks there. And they're very protective about that area. But so there's that, that connection, too. And the, and, the, um, and, the, and, the, and the fountain, too, is like the oldest fountain of its kind in the, in the country as well, which is super interesting. Um, there's, no, there's no public fountain. It's like, I, I think it's the oldest continuously running public fountain in the country. Does that also answer the second question of like, what's your favorite thing to talk about during the tour? Oh, uh, nah, I wouldn't say. Actually, Franklin Square could be kind of kind of tough to talk about because, to be honest, people they don't always want to hear this like turmoil, struggle, hard, you know, story. They want to just hear fun stuff, right? Um, I love telling people about love the uh, the love statue and like what that history is. People tend to like that. Um, I don't know. I don't really have. There's so many different. It depends on what the tour is. The love statue. You guys know the story of the love statue? You better. I don't think I do. <laughs> the, the I know I'm probably talking too much here. Be curious. And all. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Give it to us. So love statue. I'm like giving away everything from my tour. But <laughs> you could look this stuff up. Um, but the love statue. So first of all, the city of Philadelphia is was named by Penn, and that is Phila. Phila Adelphos, which means Phila is Greek love, and Adelphos is brother. So that so it, there was yeah, always okay. this love is in the name, right? So it's always been this. Philly, Philly comes from you know the Quaker who is Penn, this uh, harmony sort of trying to coexist 
folks next to each other. I mean, that's, that was the original sort of utopian vision for the city. Anyway, 1974, as we're approaching to have the, the, the bicentennial in Philly, they wanted to have something that said love, like sort of spoke to the name of the city itself, City of Brotherly Love. And they found this artist, uh, Robert Indiana. He had made the image, which is the love image, for the Met Museum in New York for their holiday card, like in the mid-60s. Their image exists of knocking on the door, called him and said, hey, can you make a, you know, make a, a statue of that? And um, they said, okay, uh, sure, I'll make it. You know, because they're going to make it for the bicentennial. Mm-hmm. So they make it, goes up, this huge hit, picture still to this day. You know, it's probably the most iconic thing with, uh, along with the Liberty Bell. And, um, but then two years pass, and uh, Robert Indiana, it leases up. You know, you can buy it, or, or I got to take it back, right? You know, they, the city had not bought it, right? They had only leased it. What? And, uh, and so the city, he's like, well, how much, will, how much? Is it to buy it? And he asked for forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and the city did, could not come up with forty thousand dollars. So the owner of the Sixers at that time, whose name is Fitz Dixon, so the art of the deal, you know, came in to like cut a deal. He came in and sort of offered like thirty grand, and and then Robert Indiana said oh, thirty five, and they shook on thirty five. So mm-hmm. the owner of the Sixers came in um, to then keep it. To, yeah, so like otherwise he was going to take it down, and it wouldn't even be there anymore. But anyway, I, I love that name, Fitz Dixon. That's like the like people probably. I feel like that's just like this like hardcore American <laughs> name. Not only is he like art of the deal, but it's like Fitz Dixon. Um, and uh, so yeah, that's why that's why it's here. And by the way, Robert Indiana just died like a couple months ago, so just randomly oh. like uh, he just passed away. So he's the guy that, and he's actually from Indiana too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'd say sort of just some wrap up questions here. Sorry, I'm like talking. No, don't look. You're passionate about what you do, so don't apologize for that. This this is a long answer, probably. But what's just like? Your, I'll, I'll keep this short. What's your favorite thing about Philadelphia in general? What's my favorite thing about Philadelphia? Even though I don't walk. Too, I mean, I do walk. He just runs everywhere. I bike. I love the fact that this is that there's. People underappreciate and and I love how absolutely walkable this city is. Yeah. How pedestrian Philly is. Mm. Because pedestrian is a creates connection that people are not in their cars going from one place to another. That you can walk it. Specifically the downtown. If you compare Philly to like a Chicago or to an LA or God forbid like Houston, Texas, where people travel, you know, underneath to stay in air conditioning Mm. all the time. Philly is highly pedestrian, and I love I love that about the city. That's always been, and I mean, like I said, I was I wasn't born here, um, but I moved here like almost twenty years ago, and I think I love how the city, you know, is this evolving, totally there. I mean, it's a, such a different place than what it was in two thousand two. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love the fact that it's this sponge that's like changing, and um, I don't know what it's going to look like in five years. What do you guys love about Philly? <laughs> Am I not supposed to ask that question? <laughs> I, I just like the small town feel with the big city, the city vibes. vibes yeah, I just love how that diverse it is too. Yeah, like it's it's really something I don't take for granted at all. So you get people from so many different backgrounds can learn from anyone and you know at any given at any given moment. But yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, where can we find? Where can everybody listening find you online? See Philly Run dot com. 
Social media is. Instagram backslash C Philly Run. Facebook backslash C Philly Run. I'm on uh, Yelp. I am on uh, TripAdvisor. I'm probably going to get up on Expedia. If I you will get it. up on Expedia. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> um, next steps for C Philly Run. What's next for you? What's, what's big? What's on your agenda? So, next steps. So, this year, my goal is to take, in 2019, I want to take 2,000 people out. Right, mm. that's that's the goal. Two thousand people. Um, I want to deepen the partnerships. I mean, that's really what I'm trying to do. Like, I have a partnership with Temple where where I'm taking them out. You know, like, but I want it to be not just alumni. I'd love it to be like they're foreign students, or I'd like it to be part of like orientation, or I want it to be part of their sports teams or something like that. So, temp, concentrate on a couple partners. Temple. Um, I have an event with Philadelphia Runner. I don't know if mm. you guys ever heard of them? Probably, maybe not. It's like the authority and like. It's, they have like six stores. They, okay. uh, so yeah, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm doing co-sponsored events with them. In about a month I have on February 28th. So I want to continue. That's what to, I don't know about saying. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to build with them. Um, I want to land a couple convention center, you know, event planners and get in with uh, visitphilly.com, right? They're the, they're the kind of like the, the holy grail that I have not been able mm-hmm. to connect with yet. Visitphilly.com is hard to get to. Um, I mean, beyond that, I, I already kind of mentioned a little bit about how I'm trying to scale, how I'm trying to grow. Um, but like I said, that's taking more people out at a time, figuring out good ways to do that where the experience is not eroded. Mm-hmm. What I don't want to do is, you know, people love it right now. I, I, everybody that comes out, I've not had a single person not say they didn't like it. Every single person's been like that exceeded my expectation. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to offer this experience to more people, mm-hmm. right? But not erode the experience. And that's not that easy to do. So fit, make sure I do that. Um, create a digital offering, Right. Sometime in 2020, have a digital offering, which was this sort of create a podcast where somebody could go out and do it by themselves. Um, long term is, you know, find another city or two. I said my wife is from the Netherlands. If I could do this, if I could do one here and have another one in Amsterdam yeah, and like live half half, that would be really fun. Um, and uh, I own a, I own a few other domains that are connected that are like this that allow me to generalize. Meaning, see Chicago run totally. Yeah, or see city run backslash, or see okay. city go backslash. So it doesn't have to be just running because a lot of people are turned off by running. So I want to I want to be able to figure out different ways to either do a different activity or do a different city, right? So yeah. turn the knobs in different sense. ways to, to scale. It's amazing. I'm excited. No, so I yeah, mean, guys, like uh, again. Um, you know, just to talk about what he said. See Philly run is not your typical tour. This is an action-packed, fun, healthy, local, and unique experience. Please make sure you stay tuned. I know it's a little bit cold right now, but, you know, the weather's going to be getting nice soon. Make sure you get your friends together. Make sure you get your family together. It's just it's a fun experience to just do something with your friends while you're also learning about your city as well. See Philly Run in Thomas. Okay. Thank you so much. I don't... I don't... I mean, you just plugged for me, so... I don't, I don't <laughs> got anything to add to that. I mean, I hope... Uh, I mean, I really... I really appreciate you guys mm-hmm. taking this time uh, to talk to me and picking me out um, to have this conversation and allow me to, to, to get a little more exposure than I otherwise would. We're excited uh, for you. Thank yeah. you. You guys should definitely come. See, Philly, yeah. see phillyrun.com. Please <laughs> check me out. No, I'm, I'm definitely going to book I'm definitely gonna book with you. Thank I'm you. Excited. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. All set.